One size fits all seems like a good idea for clothes until you try them on. Same goes for healthcare. That's why United Healthcare offers flexible, budget friendly coverage for medical, vision, dental, and more. Learn more at uh1.com. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else. Even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com/achieve today. There's never been a faster or easier way to start your weight loss journey than with PlushCare. PlushCare accepts most insurance plans and gives you online access to board-certified physicians who can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wigovi and ZepBound for those who qualify. Take charge of your health and speak with a board-certified physician about a weight loss plan that's right for you. Get started today at PlushCare.com slash weight loss. That's PlushCare.com slash weight loss. PlushCare.com slash weight loss. October 1st, 2020. Saying nope. Wine pairing. Manipulating the statistics. Whiskey and freedom, and a different way to heal. This is Awesome Today. Awesome Today is a mostly daily show about stuff that might be awesome. Don't overcomplicate it. It's barely edited and sometimes offensive. Enjoy it, and have an awesome today. Would you? Hello. Hello, my dear. Oh, it's romantic. Isn't it just, I am such a romantic ass. (laughs) Hey, uh, start of a new month and the start of a new baby crying. Yes, (laughs) and children stomping. Yes. It is October 1st, and of course that does make it the first day of the month. Yes. Numbers and months work. That's right. At least on the Gregorian calendar. Well. Under which we operate. Under which we reside. Do we live under it, though? <laughs> don't we? Don't, isn't it bearing down on I top of this? I don't think so. I think you've <laughs> mistaken that with Big Brother or some well, other that oppressive too. thing. Yes. It was instituted It was instituted by a pope. How could it be oppressive? Okay, there we go. That's a good point. Well, on the first Thursday of October, which we've clearly stated at this point is today. Yes, it is observed the Bring Your Bible to School Day. All right. Did you ever take your Bible to school? No. And you know what else I never did? I never took my school books to church. <laughs> There's a point well made in there. Yeah. I did take my Bible to school, not because I intrinsically wanted no, to. No, you caved to the peer pressure. I was outwardly peer pressured into it. It didn't feel good. It didn't feel right. I hated it, but I made myself do it. We had, in fact... Uh, a mild, it, it was more more serious than a kerfluffle. Okay. It had a, a mild butting of heads. Oh. Uh, because it wasn't, we, it wasn't to celebrate this day. Our school, much behind the times of many others, I'm sure, had decided. Oh, my. I don't hmm, know how that happened. To let their phone ring during an episode. Yes. We had decided to do a... Meet you at the pole. Oh yes, deal mm-hmm. at the flagpole. Yes, and I had been asked if I would bring a Bible, read from it, and say the prayer. And I said, "Nope." <laughs> he said, I "The won't. hell I will." And it wasn't that I'm against 
<laughs> even then I wasn't against reading the Bible, saying a prayer, all that stuff. But I was like, no, I'm <laughs> not doing that. Thanks. If I could have just like one ounce of your capacity to, without guilt, say no for things to, to things you don't want to do, my life would be radically transformed. It's true. It's true. Sometimes, though, it shocks me. It even shocks you how yeah. much you can say no. <laughs> yeah. And then I'm like, oh, damn, should I have said no? Uh, <laughs> would you like one quick story about that? Yeah, let's do it. All right. Well, I was attending daily mass. Yes. Which I don't do as much anymore as I used to. Schedules have changed, and mm -hmm. it makes it difficult for what's available here. But mm -hmm. I was attending there, and uh, who there's usually a, a little core group that takes turns reading yes. uh, the scripture. And they were gone. It was a bad weather day, something. That's right. There. It was a bad weather day. And yes. the priest himself came rolling in and just like, he's just trying to off the cuff, on the move. Hey, Kyle, would, would you read for today? And uh, I didn't I didn't straight up give him the nope. <laughs> I said, uh, I said, well, if there's no one else available, I will, but I'd really prefer not to. And it stopped him cold in his tracks. He like, <laughs> you could almost hear his heels skid on the carpet and turned around and he was like, seriously? And I said, yeah. <laughs> And so then he found some other Yahoo to read and uh, uh, moved on. But, uh, it, yeah. it matters not who asks you. If you don't want to do it, you're just well, going to be really straight up about that. That's true. I'm not do that. There were a lot of contingent factors around that. Of course. It wasn't just as simple as me denying the church the right to their Holy Scripture being read or of something course. like that. Of course. So. Yes, that's right. That's right. Well. Now, according to a brilliant resource that I have discovered on the internet, which pairs wine with astrological sign. Through October 24th, you can celebrate Libras by downing a Riesling. That sounds delicious. I'll drink with you, yeah. Libras. Well, like the sweet yet simple Riesling, Libras are extremely balanced. Okay. Fair and suave like this white wine, Libras work very well with others and tend to bring people together. Well, we'll drink to that for sure. Indeed. I'm guessing the, yeah, the cutoff doesn't include any of our kids in that. Mm -mm. Yeah. We have no sweet balance Libras. Yet. Nope. nope. Um, what we do have tonight is a harvest moon. So is that tonight? It's tonight wow. of the October of the, 1st. Of October 1st, yes. Yes. So if any of the children or pets or people you live with are acting fools, mm. uh, Trying to have babies? Uh, yeah, what gotta, else happens on full moons? Well, I'll tell you what happens right before a full moon. What's that? You and your spouse go out for an unassuming walk around the oh neighborhood. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> yes. My word. So, yeah, we're, we're walking about halfway into the walk, yeah? Yeah. And uh, it's not like, you know, we search out ghettos and scary <laughs> places to walk through. Nice, nice side street down there. Yeah. And... Uh, some dude is is parked, not along the curb, just in the middle of his lane. Yep, uh, in the street. In the street, door hanging open. And and I'd kind of noticed that, but I we were in the middle of a discussion. Yes. I wasn't really focused on him. And then he kind of, he comes across the street from the truck, across the other lane, and starts, like, with all the greatest force of of a professional baseball pitcher, throwing trash into somebody's yard. Yep. And so I stopped you. Yeah. 
And we're like, what the hell's going on here? <laughs> also, the guy's wearing a cowboy hat. Uh, and, and not the rest of his stuff is nope, not cowboy. Just he's got his cowboy it's hat. It's like on. he's early Halloween, but couldn't pick what he wanted to be for sure. Yes. I feel like that's a common problem. Oh, yeah. Uh huh. So we stop and we kind of scoot over to the side of the road and we're just waiting to see what's going to happen. Now, he sees that we're seeing him. Yes. And he wasn't being discreet. No, no. It wasn't like he was sneaky. No. At all. But he sees that we see him. And so then he launches off into um, an explanation. First saying, you know, I'm not here to do something, blah, 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 like we were going to call the cops on him. Yeah, um, yeah, yeah, yeah. I was going to dodge him and or kick his ass, whatever was required yes. for us to survive in advance. Yeah. And uh, and then he starts he, he starts to walk off and snaps back around. He never got close to us. This yes. is just from a distance. Yeah. And he starts telling us about how this lady that lives there screwed over one of her own kids or something with inheritance money. And yes. that kid is a friend of this guy's and the guy ain't young. No, um, he's older than us. It was been the, he, his mission now is to burn down her name. Yeah. I remember that part. It was intense. It was very intense. That was one of only one weird occurrences that we saw. We that was the big one. Yeah. That was, that was the, the big biggest one. one. Uh, it was a weird night out on our evening walks. So. Yeah. Yeah. Again, it's that full moon energy. Evidently, he is extra sensitive to the full moon, yes. so it doesn't even have to be here yet. Exactly. He's just, he's riotous in anticipation. Mm -hmm. Yes, that's right. Yeah, that riotous. Was, that was interesting. Whew. Well, let's go back into a simpler time, perhaps. 1661, the sport of yachting. The sport of yachting is born mm -hmm. with King Charles II defeating his brother, James, the Duke of York. That was when, hey, you know, this might be one of our earliest examples of the language taking a word that was a noun and turning it into a verb. It's Yacht possible. becomes yachting. It's possible. Yeah. I, I like wonder. It. I had a whole reality that just went on in my mind. I wonder if this was the rich person's version of... The dinghy race, yes. which in and of itself was just the next step beyond an actual dinghy measuring contest, if you will. Uh-huh, yes. Why? Why? I notice it wasn't two women or even a man and a woman that came up oh, with this no, no. need to measure against each other. That's right, yes. What's wrong with us men? Well, where do we begin? <laughs> wow. <laughs> Welcome to Awesome Yesterday, because this sure as hell isn't it. <laughs> you found some real golden some, nuggets in this. There were some interesting, set. there weren't a lot of things, but the things that were here today, uh -huh. pretty interesting. Yes, okay. Well, in 1864, mm -hmm. John Summerfield Staples is paid the sum of $500 to serve as a substitute for U.S. President Abraham Lincoln during the American Civil War. All right. Now, the note that itself that I first run across was just that he was paid $500 to serve as a substitute. Mm -hmm. And I'm thinking, like, what is a body double? What's going on? Right. So I had to go okay. look this up. 
And then when I read that first part, I was like, oh, you got to be kidding me. So we got a draft dodger here as a president wow. in the way back. And we've said, but no, in fairness, during the Civil War, it was actually, it became customary for many citizens to pay for substitutes to serve in the army in their place. Okay. It was not frowned upon. Okay. Now, the average income in 1864 was about $300 a year. So the $500 payment represented call it 167% of normal income. Mm -hmm. well, today's national average income is in, for someone in the 25th percentile is 44,500. So in effect, President Lincoln would be paying you $74,181.50. Is it worth it? Is it worth it? Do you think it would be worth it? Well, let's frame it further okay. and then I'll answer. All right. Recent COVID-related legislation places a maximum on hazard pay for essential workers at 5%. So 5% above what they normally yes. make would be their hazard pay. And that's a maximum because as your base, as your salary, as your wage increases, this percentage decreases. Oh man, that sucks. Yeah. So for a $44,500 average earner, their COVID pay for the year in conjunction with their base would be 46725 All right. Now, in my opinion, neither of those is worth mm. it. Mm -hmm. I really think the better answer is that we banned a group, call them the, the Sneaky Awesomes. We banned this group together. We form an international art and jewelry theft ring. I like it. I've already got some good pointers on how to get this done. I think... Between all the creative minds, we can come up with some real style and panache to yes. do things. We will make the Pink Panthers jealous. I mean, if anyone can teach us in the ways of the Pink Pan Panther, Panthers. the Pink Panther, uh, it's you. And you also have in your back pocket that you can do art forgery. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. So the, the possibilities are endless. Probably here. if I needed to, if I was pressed, I can figure out how to launder money. There we go. You obviously know the ins and outs of that. Here. I honestly, as I've thought about this, and believe me, I have, <laughs> I think our first theft should actually be from the Pink Panthers. Just to be like, hey, we're here. We're the new what kids are you on gonna the block. Yeah. That's right. Oh my gosh, that's hilarious. All right. Well, that was really an interesting thing. I love when we translate what money mm -hmm. means in different contexts and different I'm periods glad of time. You do. There's a lot of it today. Well, here we go. More fun with dollar math. Stanford University on this day in 1891 opens its doors, and that is made possible by a $40 million donation from Leland and Jane Stanford. Now, in today's dollars, that would be oh, a mere $1.14 billion. Right. Dollars. So, yeah, uh, when it comes to the level of wealth we're talking about here, Stanford seem like they've got, got it going on more than the Lincolns did. Yes, I think I'd rather, I would rather serve as a substitute for Mr. Stanford <laughs> than for good old Abe Lincoln. Now, didn't you mention that the Stanfords had done, had formed this university in a sense, or like had funded it in honor of a son of theirs? Yes, a son okay. that had died, and I don't call how mm -hmm. he died. Mm -hmm. Right. I do not believe it was driving a Porsche through California at the age of 24, which is instead how James Dean died. Oh, did you know that? You just pulled that out of... I pulled it out of the ether air? of the last couple of days because it was the anniversary of his death. Oh. I just didn't bring it up. 
Okay. Um, we should go back and say that the uh, John Summerfield Staples, who did serve in President Lincoln's stead, did not die. Right. He didn't even right. see battle time. Yeah. Now, if, yeah, if this makes your decision any easier. Yes. He served as an office clerk throughout the war. So it does make the decision a little easier. Yeah. I mean, being honest. here's me, the ever logic person, though. Mm -hmm. It's like, OK, so I do that. But then when I come home, is my old job there or am I unemployed? And now mm. it's eating into the profits I made. OK. Well, you are ever the yeah. logistician. Yeah. Yeah. By the way, if you wanted to apply backwards and put the COVID math on him, the hazard pay, COVID hazard pay on him, yeah. um, instead of $300 a year, he would have made $315 a year. Oh, okay. So that's real. Yeah. Real generous, right? Yes. <laughs> that extra $15 for penny whistles and moon pies. Yes, and bags and bags of candy. <laughs> yes, exactly. Well, in 1903, the first baseball World Series yeah. This game was played. Leave it to America to call it the World Series when only American teams participated. Even in the early 1900s, we were too big for our proverbial bit. Rich. Wow. <laughs> what is your mind? Riches. Riches is what I said. Mm -hmm. Good sirs. Uh, it was the Pittsburgh Pirates, and they defeated the Boston Americans. Serves you right, you Boston That's Americans. That's right. Uh, now, forced to choose when you. I'd rather be a pirate or an American. Well, the easy answer is pirate, but it's with contingencies. I don't want to be some weird South Pacific... Peg leg. No, no, no. Pirate of today. Uh -huh. I would want to be a pirate of antiquity, such okay. as those that roamed the Caribbean. Okay. All right. Good, good, good. Because if you can't fly the Jolly Roger, are you really a pirate? No, and if you can't be living in the Caribbean year-round, right? Like, what, right? why bother? I feel like I probably have some sort of relation to Blackbeard, at least yeah, through right. the beard. Mm -hmm. Maybe yeah. I, maybe I've channeled his beard. I don't maybe know. Maybe you have. Maybe you have. Okay, 1908. My young protege Henry Ford <laughs> introduced the Model T at a price of eight hundred and twenty-five dollars, which would be. $23,307 okay. in today's money. Okay. In the 20 years that it was in production, nearly 15 million of them were sold. All right. Now, that's fascinating. Now, what's really fascinating is, so this is the third or whatever, third thing on money. And in the course of a lot of my searches on things, I saw a web page that caught my eye as I was skimming through stuff. And it looked at... Average wages for different groups, mm -hmm. and, and the and I'd, I'd seen one of the original ones I went to on purpose because of time frames here. Yeah, was nineteen hundred. Okay, mm -hmm. which would have included the decade nineteen hundred to nineteen ten. Yes, um, and it listed it only had three groupings of employment: government workers, public school teachers, and medical slash health service workers. Okay. And it detailed what they made. I'd run through the conversions uh, two, two different ways. One to see what their salary would be in today's dollars. Okay. And then likewise, I went and dug up what the average salaries would is for the, those fields today. Okay. And did some comparative looking, all of that stuff. Sure. Now, Ryan Reynolds here from Mint Mobile. 
With the price of just about everything going up during inflation, we thought we'd bring our prices down. So to help us, we brought in a reverse auctioneer, which is apparently a thing. Mint Mobile Unlimited Premium Wireless. Ready to get 30, 30, ready to get 30, ready to get 20, 20, 20, ready to get 20, 20, ready to get 15, 15, 15, 15, just 15 bucks a month. So give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. This is, this is where we're going to have a, a little exercise in really appreciating that numbers and statistics not only can be, but usually are used to support the narrative that, you, that someone's already landed on. How very dare yeah, you. This is why as you read things, come across things, don't trust numbers. Don't trust the numbers. That's your actual job. Industry, you know, and I can numbers. tell you right now, don't trust our industry either. That's a whole <laughs> different thing. So from all the numbers, okay. here's, here's three different statements that you could very truthfully make okay. you, to support whatever bizarre claim you're So after. all three statements are true based on the numbers that you calculated. Yes. Looking at people's sal- these three groups of workers, their salaries in 1900 compared to 2020. Yes. This is a recap of what you're what saying. What those salaries would be in today's dollars, what those salaries actually are today, who gets paid more. Okay. Uh out of that group of, of the, those three categories, all of this. So uh-huh. Uh-huh. in 1900, public school teachers made $328 a year. Adjusted for inflation, they should now be making $10,149 a year. The national average salary for teachers is $61,730. Clearly, they are overpaid by a factor of six. Well, there you go. All of the teachers of the awesome nation just lit their phones on fire. Well, I'm not. Uh, I'm not stating that this is my stance. I'm saying this is a way someone could look at the statistics and support their position. And the statistics that you're using, these numbers are not wrong. They Mm-mm. no funny business. Mm-mm. Uh, but that's a conclusion that could be drawn. I would love to know where teachers are making $60,000 It is the national more. average. I, I know what I'm saying is, that if that's the average, that means there are some teachers that yes. make more than that. It's true. And so, some that make less, and some in the middle, that's how averages work. Thank you for explaining <laughs> that for my lady brain. I was unaware how averages were let's, figured. Let's turn the tables. Okay. The wage increase for teachers over the past 120 years is 18,720%. Okay. Now for medical and health service workers, the increase has been just under 40,000%. So plainly, if we valued our teachers, their annual pay should be about $130,000 a year rather than the measly 61,730 that they currently receive. Think of the children. Think of the children, won't you? Who will? And then, indeed, who will? <laughs> Just the traffickers. Thank goodness China's on top of that gig, right? Yeah. We talked about that the other day. Uh-huh. 
And then a third perspective you could take is, hey, in the 1900s, government workers were paid the most. Are you serious? Yep, by a significant margin. Teachers second and health services third. That order now is perfectly reversed. So obviously, healthcare is now running our country using teachers to propagandize our government slaves. Oh my goodness. And it's all right there in the numbers. It's all in the numbers. <laughs> I just gave you three BuzzFeed articles right there. <laughs> there you go. That's fun. And it is true. Numbers do tell a story, but because they do tell a story, they can also be yes. massaged to support your story. Yes. We've had, wow, sounds like the upstairs just finally collapsed on the children. Mm -hmm. um, we've had in recent months extensive conversations, both you and I, as well as with our kids, as where there have been a lot of numbers and a lot of claims thrown out there with the current uh, national turmoil yeah. uh, over who's treated fairly, who's not, all of that. And without without uh, taking a stance of yes or no or whatever else, the big thing that we've tried to teach our kids is how to find the truth. Find the, find truth. the truth of the numbers. Mm -hmm. Exactly. From the perspective that you can't fix anything if you don't know actually what's broken and where. You can make a lot of really well-intended adjustments that screw things up worse. Right. That's so true. All right. Well, let's shift gears a little bit. Talk about my homeland. Your homeland. The land of whiskey and potatoes. Mostly potatoes. Uh, 1921 negotiations start again to determine the future of Ireland, laddies. Great Britain has repeatedly stated that they would prefer to fight with Ireland than give them their full independence. Is it any wonder that our Irish ancestors and quite possibly current relatives enjoy a fight? I mean... They've, they've been... They've been weaned on fighting. Yeah, raised to look for that fight. Okay, I love this one so much. Yes. 1935. Happy birthday, to the ever lovely, the incandescent Julie Andrews. Now, most of us know her from Mary Poppins and The Sound of Music. Uh, the other night I was asking Kyle if he might someday like to take up the Captain Von Trapp uh, style of parenting from The Sound of Music with the whistle for the children. And uh, I didn't think you got that into it. No, to me, that's lazy parenting. If you need a whistle, Everyone should just know what they're supposed to do and get it done. You should show up and the product should be complete. Um, so, yes, Julie Andrews, what a treasure. What a gift she is. Happy birthday, October 1st. I'm so glad you were born, Miss yeah. Julie Andrews. Well, a couple years later, 1937, the U.S. House of Representatives passed the Marijuana Act. Mm -hmm. They spelled it with an H instead of a J. Yeah. This was an important bill on the path to criminal criminalization. Mm -hmm. um, fascinating as governments work, it stipulated that pot could be sold, but only with a license, and then they refused to issue any licenses. That feels like the perfect statement on how government tends to work, yep, right? Yep, and it was always someone else's fault, right? Mm -hmm. Yeah. Now, 1946, the well-known High IQ Society... Mensa is formed. Really? To qualify? I, Go ahead. I, I thought it was much older than that. 1946 feels like 
Well, I mean, I thought it was like it went back centuries. Plainly, you don't belong to the club. <laughs> I clearly do not. I don't even know how averages work. Yeah. <laughs> well, to qualify, your IQ has to be in the 98th percentile. Oh, all right. I worked with a guy. Yep. Who uh, he he claimed mm-hmm. he was a member. He had a card, but I don't, I don't trust that it was authentic. Maybe it was, maybe it wasn't. Um, coaching, in many ways, there's a lot of uh, boys club feel mm-hmm, sure. to that, yeah. which includes the harassment that goes on amongst the boys when you say something stupid. Mm-hmm. And uh, somebody, he, this was earlier than when I was working for him, this had occurred. Yeah, He was working as, as one of the bottom rung guys at a place, and I think somebody made a wisecrack because he'd screwed something up asking him, you know, or calling him a genius, you know, way yeah. to go genius. And in frustration, he replied, well, actually I am, I'm a member of Mensa. And so from then on, even when we would cross paths with these former yes. co-workers, they're like, hey, what's up Mensa? <laughs> yes. So it's never, it's never carried quite the clout with nope. me because of my experience. And, and he was a smart enough guy, but listen, it wasn't like he was changing the world or anything. It wasn't like he was <laughs> It wasn't like he was Mensa. Yeah. And that man is still coaching today. He is. He's probably going to get fired here in the next couple of years. I won't go into further detail to protect the semi-innocent intellect. <laughs> All right. Hey, we've got another controversial Mm-hmm. sexually charged song from the 1980s, the early 80s, in fact, to talk about. 1982, Marvin Gaye releases his last studio album, Midnight Love, featuring the single Sexual Healing. Indeed. Is that controversial? I mean, he's healing people. <laughs> no. you here to see the doctor? <laughs> what, you know, this, uh, yes. The lyric, as I recall, is when I get that feeling, I want sexual healing. Mm-hmm. He's not about administering healing. Oh, I don't know. I think he'd probably go either way with it. Um, How do you think that your mother and other older female relatives felt about this single? They... As opposed to physical violence. They had to go on a literal rampage searching for pearls to clutch. (laughs) There weren't enough pearls to clutch. (laughs) That feels accurate. Yes. Oh, good. Good, good. Well... As long or short as this has been, it is, in fact, now time for World. Let's do some world. Let's do some watching and some reading and some listening and lifestyling. You said it as one word. I like it as two. Okay. That's your preference, not mine. Oh, really? <laughs> Guess who's not getting any sexual healing tonight? Oh, my God. <laughs> <sighs> okay. So I know what you're watching. Well... First, I'm going to start with The Sound of Music. Oh, out of order from how I wrote it down. I love The Sound of Music. It's been far too long since I watched it. I want to watch The Sound of Music, but also Mary Poppins. Mm-hmm. Julie Andrews, golly, there's just so much that you can choose from. I should have taken the time to IMDb and given you some more titles. Oh, The Princess Diaries. I love her in that more modern Julie Andrews. Um, yeah. I have seen The Sound of Music performed live. Have you now? I have. Well, 
you've got that on me. That's why I've got this twitch in my left eye. It lasted all these years. Yep. Okay. No, it was it was actually very entertaining. When I was a kid, my dad got to be a, a pretty big deal in the business world. Yeah. And uh, there were there were a series of of years. Every year we would go on one to two. Oh, of the old traditional corporate business trips where oh, yeah. you'd be gone for four days and the business guys would meet for like half a day yes. during that mix. But then the rest of the time was a retreat, if you will, as yeah. a group. Yeah. And we saw The Sound of Music live on another trip. We saw a performance of Fiddler on the Roof. Oh. Which that one I'm pretty sure I slept through most of. Oh. <gasps> It was wow. really hot. It was winter. It was really hot. You, wait, gosh, you cannot do it. You can't, can't. How many in, indoor things have you been part of where right. you're like, I, I could not stay yeah. away? Sorry, guys. I got to check into this other thing. <laughs> Behind my eyelids. Yeah. <laughs> well, I've got two reads for you. Okay. They're related. All right. At BuzzFeed, if you will search 23 quarantine food crimes, the title's much longer That'll get you there. Mm -hmm. It is it is worth the read. There's pictures oh. of these food crimes yeah. with brief descriptions. And I think every one of these pictures comes from your favorite place to hang out. Reddit. Reddit at the subreddit shitty food porn. Oh. One word. All right. And yes. To my knowledge, there's no actual pornography there. <laughs> if there is, it gets deleted out pretty quickly. Um, it is fascinating what people do with food. Just one of them that has scarred my mind forever. Somebody had made Rice Krispie treats out of the fire Cheetos. Hot Cheetos. Yeah. Oh my gosh. Oh, and there was so much more. So much more. So they like literally like it was hot Cheetos crushed up in, in like marshmallow not, cream? Not crushed up. Just put in there... Put the goo on it. I think they even baked it. It was a mass of oh terribleness. Oh, my gosh. Yeah. All right. Yeah. I cannot wait to go look that up. It's rough, but it's worth it's worth suffering through. Okay. All right. Well, of course, if you want to, it's your prerogative. You could go listen to Marvin Gaye seeing about sexual healing. You could. Try to put on some pearls first if you feel like you might need to clutch them yes if you live in an apartment or condo you might be able to hear someone else's sexual healing <laughs> as we know from personal experience we've lived in more than one place yes where that was the reality yeah um lifestyle wise i've been meaning to tell you all about this because i mentioned when i first found the lacroix i can't even say it lacroix Limoncello. Mm -hmm. What a delight. What a grand entry into the LaCroix repertoire. Well, it's not just the standard swill. It's the high end, it right? Is. I love it. The Limoncello. Well, at Sam's Club, and I'm sure probably other places where you can buy a bunch of LaCroix a all in one. A bunch of crap in one place. Yeah. They have a three-pack out right now that has the Limoncello. It has watermelon, which I hate, but our kids love. And a new flavor, new to me anyway, called hibiscus. For some reason, they separated out the high from the biscuits. I don't think that's how the name of the flower works, but what do I know? Probably it's a legal thing. There's, oh, and so, so they're like saying hi, hibiscus because there's no <laughs> hibiscus in it. Yeah, it's probably right. So yes, the hibiscus Lacroix is a delight. 
It's my new favorite, I think. I think Excellent. I might like it better than limoncello. Interesting. Yeah. Would you like to, as you sip your hibiscus, mm -hmm. would you like to regale us with stories of the first ever haircut of the Nico? The Nico got the first haircut. Okay, great story. This is something that you have been campaigning for strongly. There's a history here. Yes. When the twins were wee tots, I let their hair grow out quite long. How old were they when they got their first haircut? They were over two. Oh, they were past three. Were they? Yes. Oh, I can't remember any of those names. They looked hideous. It was really long and curly. So, you started it early this time. Mm -hmm. We're not going to go down the long and curly path. Nico did have the curls and they were very sweet, but mm -hmm. it was constantly in his eyes. He looked like a little sheepdog puppy running around. Yep. So we Not went, to mention the foodstuffs yeah, in the hair. Seriously, he always has food in his hair. Um, so I made an appointment with our family's stylist who cuts all of the hairs of our children. Took him in today. Now, here was, here was the, uh, the teetering point. This could have gone either way. Uh, I made the appointment for 9.30 knowing that he would normally nap around 10, 10.30 range. I thought this could either go really okay because he's going to be kind of smoothed out or he could just flip into tantrum mode because mm -hmm. he'd be overly tired. And with the twins, one was cool, yes. the other one bald and was red-faced and puffy the when he got home. time. I had no idea. Now, our stylist did not do the twins' early haircuts. I used to take them to one of those like snippet places that's just for kids. For dogs. <laughs> to an animal groomer. Um, but those kid places are either really fun, but if you get overwhelmed and overstimulated easily, it's not so fun. It's yeah. loud in there, bright colors, loud noises. Loud noises. Anyway, in the salon this morning, it was just Amber, our family stylist, and me and Nico. He was very unsure of what was happening to him at first. Yeah. I think because he's been to the doctor so many times recently yeah. with ear infections. Yeah. He was really unsure, but I just sat in the chair, held him on my lap, just barely, we were able to kind of get a cape over him. And I had the insight and idea to put on a baby Einstein video on my phone, on the YouTube. So once that started up, and he loves, 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 yes. he's my child, he comes by this honestly. He loves for people to comb and brush his hair. Mm -hmm. So she started out by just kind of petting his hair. Then she was combing it and he was just watching his video. And so she grabbed her scissors. It was a very smooth, it was like a very Zen. It was very Zen. It was like a spa experience for him, honestly. So yep. she's cutting away, doing all the cutting. And we're Amber and I, we all go to church together. So we're just visiting and, um, Amber's like, oh my gosh, I think he fell asleep. And sure enough, during his first haircut, he just completely zonked out. It could not have been more easy. So I just held him the whole time. She cut and then, yeah, then we were done and done. Plainly, you need to write this out and you need to laminate it. So when he's 50 and the barber's like, what the hell do you want me to do? You can show him the thing. You're like, oh, okay. <laughs> This is how mother always had yes. my haircut, so. What do you mean you won't hold me? Come here, old man. <laughs> yes, exactly. Play with my hair. Turn on some Marvin Gaye, would you? <laughs> <laughs> 
Anyway, he does have a haircut. I put a picture on my personal Instagram. If you'd like to go look at it, I'm at sort of awesome Meg. Go check it out. You can see the before and the after. All right. Well, October 1st, what did you say? Blood moon, full moon? What is it? Harvest, Harvest moon. moon. All yes. the moons. All these things going on. Have an awesome today, would you? Please do. Bye-bye. Bye. An article in Psychology Today highlights research that shows the many benefits of sex. They include but are not limited to fitness, deep relaxation, pain relief, mood elevation, immune enhancement, and longer life. Obviously Marvin Gaye was ahead of his time. Find Awesome Today and Sorta Awesome Media on Facebook, Instagram, YouTube, TikTok and literally everywhere podcasts are found. Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan-crusted chicken or garlic-butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. Hey, it's Paige DeSorbo from Giggly Squad. High-quality fashion without the price tag. Say hello to Quince. I'm snagging high-end essentials like cozy cashmere sweaters, sleek leather jackets, fine jewelry, and so much more. With Quince being 50 to 80% less than similar brands. And they partner with factories that prioritize safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. I love that. Luxury quality within reach. Go to quince.com slash style to get free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. Quince.com slash style. Imagine the softest sheets you've ever felt. Now imagine them getting even softer over time. That's what you'll feel with Bowling Branch's organic cotton sheets. In a recent customer survey, 96% replied that Bowling Branch sheets get softer with every wash. Start getting your best night's sleep in these sheets that get softer and softer for years to come. Try their sheets with a 30-night guarantee. Plus, get 15% off your first order at BowlingBranch.com. Code BUTTERY. Exclusions apply. See site for details.